What's going on, ghosties? Welcome back to Tales of Spooky Coffee House. If you're new here, welcome to our podcast. My name is Veronica. And I'm Chelsea. And we are your hosts. And on today's episode, it's actually our fourth experience episode, and we are going to be discussing Veronica's experience. Chelsea is going to share her experience doing deity work and how she's getting started with that. And we are super excited to do a sort of live tarot session for the remainder of the podcast, which we'll get into more of that when we get there. But just know we are going into that segment expecting to be called the fuck out by our cards. And boy, am I nervous. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm a little... I'm ex- because we've... Okay, listen. Ghosties. <laughs> we've been called out by our cards. But the difference between then and now is that we're doing it while... While recording. While recording and you are all witness to it. We don't... We know what cards are selected for our readings already, but we haven't really looked into the meanings and stuff like that. So you guys are going to find out with us. Yeah, and you'll get our genuine reactions. And last time we did a reading like this, one of us cried. I think both of us cried. I think I cried we and both laughed at cried. the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I look forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. So all that being said... Chelsea, how's it going? How you been? What's new? What are you drinking? I've been super busy. I have mm-hmm. my book releasing. By the time this episode goes up, my book will have been released. Ooh. So I've been doing a lot of marketing for that. And then I'm drinking... I'm very white girl today. Very plain. I have French vanilla creamer with some peppermint just because I'm out of creamer. So I'm using powdered creamer that's in my shelf for backup reasons like this. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm I use the same for my for my drink. The powdered creamer. It's always yeah, it's always good to have powdered creamer in the back of your mm-hmm. cabinets. That way when you run out of coffee creamer, you know you've got some. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you drinking? What are you up to? Well, I, okay, so, ghosties, I recently built a bookshelf, right, because your girl's been reading a lot of books this year, and my bookshelf is, like, 95% perfect, okay? So what happened was, I thought I was following the directions, but apparently one of the boards is backwards, so instead of it being white, you can see, like, the wood part of it, but it's fine, (laughs) it works. And today, I got a new office chair, and, of course, I myself had to build it, so I was a little nervous because I didn't want to mess it up and uh you know I did not mess up once I I did a perfect job didn't I Chelsea don't you lie to our ghosties okay so I put one part backwards okay (laughs) but I was able to fix it and I'm sitting on it and I'm absolutely comfortable and I'm really proud and I was witness Mm -hmm. yes you were actually I was witness to your yeah (laughs) it was kind of funny (laughs) As far as what I'm drinking, I am drinking coffee. I'm, I'm basic today too, but not basic. So I'm using Folders Instant Coffee and the powdered creamer. But mixed within that is cinnamon tea. And Ooh. let me tell you, this coffee... Because I couldn't use my creamer because I have peppermint creamer in the fridge. It's not going to... No, no, no. I'm not going to add that shit. So that's why I use the powdered creamer instead. But yeah, it's pretty good, man. You know what? I just realized, I think I just like cinnamon because I love Fireball. (laughs) I used to put cinnamon in my coffee too. 
It's very good for your digestive system, actually. Sorry, I just thought about putting a shot of Fireball in my coffee instead of cinnamon tea. Bro. Bro. Do it. <laughs> do it and let me know. Do it and let me know. I will keep you put. I'll do it for next episode. Okay. I'll put um, Bailey's in mine. Then that way we can both have alcohol in our coffee. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. All right, Chelsea, uh, I do have some questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, just let you know this first one, I'm not going to answer this question. This is solely for you because I don't have an answer. That's not fair. (laughs) Well, you'll understand (laughs) once you hear the question. It's a hard one. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? 30 seconds? I feel like I should time myself while I'm talking so I know, like, how long I have. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Oh wait. Oh wait. There's a timer on my phone with the with the recording. Okay. So hi, my name is Chelsea. I am a writer. I'm an editor. Hire me to edit your stuff. Um, end world I almost said end world peace. I meant end world <laughs> hunger. End world hunger. Um, education and healthcare should be free. Uh fuck, I don't know what else. But there, I, I said my main points. Okay. Okay. I would pro- okay. I have something to say. Okay, for thirty seconds, I if I had the whole world attention, I'd be like Pedro Pascal. I love you. Let's be friends. Okay, so my next question: What is the most childish thing you still do? Um, too many things to choose from, huh? Fuck off. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I guess that I'm a picky eater. I don't know. Okay, so you consider being picky with what you eat childish? I guess. I mean, like, I don't wow. really like trying new things. Well, because, like, that's, like, a childish thing. Like, I don't want to try new things, you know? And I'm, like, I guess set in my ways. <laughs> At least I eat my veggies, okay? Um, okay. What about you? So then, what's the most childish thing that I still do? Yeah. Probably try to mess with my mom's hair. Like, mess it up. Like, when <laughs> I walk past her, I just pat her in the head. She gets so mad. She always yells you at me. You have like, some nerve. She's like, don't fuck up my hair. And I was like, where the fuck are you going? She's like, to bed. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) How does that make sense? But okay, you want to look good in your sleep while you sleep? All right, cool, whatever. Oh my God, I can picture your mom doing that too. (laughs) And especially saying it in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I will hide my phone one of these days and do it. Okay, it's a daily ritual. Okay, so my next question. <clears throat> what is your favorite memory of me? Ghosties, feel free to answer this too. <laughs> Conceded much this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just feeling proud, okay? I built a chair. Yeah, you should be proud. I'm very proud of you. My favorite memory would be having PE together in middle school and... When we were supposed to, like, be walking around the field, we would just start singing random songs. Yeah, I do remember that. See, that did happen. <laughs> so did going to get fucking coffee, okay? Anyways, my favorite memory of you would be... I think when we shared that moment, man, at my game say. Oh, yeah, that, like, that's a classic moment. That's, like, a moment I will forever remember and cherish. I feel like that... Life. I feel like that shouldn't even count because that's like top tier 
favorite moment, you know, like that's legendary yeah. moments. You just want to hear another favorite memory of you. All right, let's see. Chelsea wants attention now. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's cool. No, um, that was like, no. Okay. Wait, wait. What's your next let me, question? Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. I think it would have to be, I don't know. I always think back at like dyeing your hair and accidentally staining something at someone's house and I was trying so hard <laughs> to bleach it off. <laughs> um maybe that was like something that happened last year totally not in high school or middle school um my next question for you is um, wait wait i have one more memory okay the first time i was allowed to sleep over at your house that's the same night as my quince dude you can't use it you can't use that day that day is off limits okay okay the first time you were allowed to stay at nana and grampy's house with me when your parents went to mexico yeah, that was that was cool. I think I stayed for two weeks. One week you were there, and one week you weren't, because you were you yeah. had left. Um, yeah, and I wanted to punch you that whole week. Why? Because you were so annoying. Why? <laughs> Just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like thinking and about to cry right now. Like, what did I do? No, no, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> My last question is: When was the last time you tried something new? <laughs> which is funny because like, you just said you don't like trying new things but you know what it's i, know, I said that i don't like trying new foods oh okay so what's the last new thing you've tried or done probably the experience that i'm going to talk about later in this episode that would that's like the last thing that i tried that's new do you just want to say what it's called and then we'll explain it later yeah so i'm i'm doing deity work right now and I could just hear them going, huh? Just like me. <laughs> well, no, I, I briefly explained it in, in like another episode, but mm-hmm. anyways, what what's what's yours? What's the last time you tried something new? I recently went to go eat sushi with my cousin and she was like, Do you eat raw fish? And I was like, Well, I've had I've tried like salmon, you know, but that's pretty much it. But I'm down to try new things. And so she ordered, like, a sampler of, like, raw fish, and I tried everything except the shrimp. I just, I don't know, something about raw shrimp that I'm just like, no. And I tried a salmon egg, and I think the other one was just, like, fish eggs or whatever, but yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. Oh, that's gross. I'm proud yeah, of you, though. Gross. Thank you. I don't eat any type of fish or seafood, so, like, that's just, ugh. I had seafood today, brother. It was so good. Uh, that shit makes me sick, so I just don't even bother anymore. I Anyways, mean, uh-huh. <laughs> I have a question. I have questions for you. What's up? Have you ever made any type of potion? <laughs> I think I tried. It wasn't necessarily a potion, but I remember being super little, and you know, we're like one of the last generations that actually had a childhood outside. And <laughs> that I remember. The truth? <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting like different leaves and stuff from like my front front yard and like mixing it in water and thinking, oh my god, I found the cure for, like a disease with this mixture. But um Okay, that counts. That's right? cute. That so that I okay, so I'm gonna stick to that. That's my answer. I what about Oh, not not little Veronica thinking she cured fucking diseases with some leaf water. That's cute. No, that like literally like I was being sarcastic, but no, that's like literally cute. <laughs> 
like I was using a sarcastic I was using a sarcastic voice, but I was being like dead serious. Like that's adorable. Got it. <laughs> I feel like you're a disaster right now. I don't know why, but go ahead. I kinda am, honestly. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm um, with it though. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I've made I've made a couple potions before. So like I just wanted to know like if you had ever made any, but do you want to share one of the potions you made? Like what it was at least? Um, yeah, sure. One of the safest options that I can go with is Stephanie made a love potion once at Nana's house. At Nana's house? Interesting. Yeah, which I I just had to explain to her the last time I was out in California. I had to explain that to her. Oh, really? Yeah, we were talking about... yes. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking about an incident that happened with me and Stephanie. And she was like, what did you even want it for? And I was like, yeah, it wasn't to drink. It was to make a potion. She's like, what? Uh, I was like, it, yeah, I was making a love potion. She's like, you ruined my bottle of expensive alcohol for a fucking love potion? I'm like, I thought it was white wine. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got mom who's fucking <laughs> laughing her ass off at the whole uh, situation. <laughs> stop it. My mouth hurts from smiling. <laughs> yeah, that was an, a very interesting conversation to have at her dinner table. okay so my next question have you ever read any type of gothic literature and if so what is your favorite tale yes i have i read a book back oh i don't remember if it was high school but it it was called dead is a new black because it was one of the only gothic books that i read i'm gonna make it my favorite and it is one of my favorite books it's a it's a high school student that pretty much comes back from the dead she's a vampire in a way and she has like instead of a backpack she has like a like a baby casket as a roller backpack Mm -hmm. and i remember like during my wannabe goth days you know i was like dude that's so badass i was like that is so cool (laughs) but um yeah that that's my answer i feel like i've read that before or like Mm -hmm. or at least i've heard it maybe it's on my list and i just never got to it but it sounds so familiar it's a good book i I enjoyed it it was fun to read i i highly recommend black is a new pink yeah definitely oh sorry sorry dead is a new black i don't know what i'm saying my favorite gothic story that I've ever read was The Castle of Antreto. Mm-hmm. It's a novel by Horace Walpole. It was written in like the late 1700s, I think. But it was one of the first gothic tales. Like it, it's what set the genre for the gothic, like the, the development of the gothic genre. Mm-hmm. And it is very badly written. I, I will admit that. Like it was, it's one of those where it's so bad that it's hilarious because like you literally have like giant metal heads just like falling from the sky and it's very strange but it's it's really funny and i like it because it's interesting to me when i read it in college because i took a gothic literature course and it it was just interesting to me to see how one person wrote a story using like merging different genres and like story elements and really just like set the tone for an entirely new genre like that was just really interesting to me and it's a story that set a path for like stories like frankenstein and dr jekyll and mr hyde and all of those like it's what Mm -hmm. set the tone for those stories to be written so it was just really interesting for me got it love that for you (laughs) (laughs) so my next question for you is what is your favorite part about the spooky season i was gonna say halloween season but 
I don't really celebrate. I celebrate Samhain, so I'm just gonna. We're just gonna go with spooky season, okay? That I don't know. I just love it, man. Because I don't know. I I feel like being into like spooky stuff, or at least like the way I am. Like I love going to haunted museums and stuff for houses and shit like that. I feel yeah. like that's kind of considered a guilty pleasure. So it's something I'm kind of like. Like I love it, but I'm kind of like not ashamed of it, but embarrassed to admit. And I feel like spooky season is a season where like you know all of a sudden everyone's into it, and I finally feel normal. You know yeah and i love that it's everywhere you know i don't know i just i don't know i love it it's hard to kind of like just specify like or narrow it yeah. down to one thing yeah i get do you that. have a favorite part about spooky season it's just like the feeling that i get where it's like like you said like you feel normal for a little bit yeah and like people don't look at you weird for this like decorations or you me- have in your house or, or what it, you wear it, it's the feeling of, like, how you can share it with more people, you know, rather than, like, you know, I'm into it, but my friends aren't into it. But spooky season comes around. All of a sudden, people want to go watch spooky movies. All of a sudden, people want to do, like, spooky things. And it's like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah all of this, you know? So I feel yeah. like that's part of it, too. Yeah. Plus, I love the colors of fall. Like, fall is my favorite season. So it just really... I don't know if fall is my favorite season because of spooky season or spooky season is my favorite because fall is my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if it's just everything. I don't know. But my next question for you is, would you rather spend the night in a haunted cemetery or a haunted house? Honestly, it just depends what cemetery or what house. Like, I'm down for both. (laughs) Um, <laughs> which one more um probably a haunted house um just because like you have the variety of rooms and different sceneries and different you know to where a cemetery is just out in the open with a bunch of tombstones and i don't know i feel like because it's so open it's less scary for me so i i, I would want to obviously stay a night somewhere where, where i'd get spooked so haunted house okay all right so you want to get us started with your experience segment sure so it's gonna be very brief and very personal too and i'm not i think i've shared my story with you chelsea i don't really remember but this past i think it was march i had an appointment with a psychic medium by the name of aj barrera we talked i think for about 30 minutes and within those 30 minutes we were able to connect with the two specific people I I wanted to connect with on the other side I guess if you will and I don't I don't remember being nervous I don't think I was nervous I think I knew that like I was meant to have that reading or that I was going to get something good out of that reading Mm mm-hmm And he started off with explaining to me how the reading was going to work and if I had any questions. And I was like, no, I'm a fan. (laughs) Like, I I know how it goes. And the first person that stepped in, and for those of you who don't know, I lost my brother and my dad in 2020. So the first person that, you know, stepped forward, he started describing as an older gentleman. And he described him as being, like, like, laughing. Like, you know, like, just has a lot of 
joy and happiness to him and and his presence is just so joyful and like funny like he's trying to be goofy and he was describing my dad and he he even said it like i'm getting that this is dad and so right away i started getting emotional obviously and one of the messages that came from my dad was i don't know if you remember chelsea but my dad used to wear like those hats like at parties and like yeah so aj told me that my dad was telling him you know to take care of his hats or whatever and it was funny and emotional because we actually do have like many of his hats stored away here at the house and we're actually really proud well he said it he said that my dad is is proud of his hats and i'm like yes i know and again i don't know if you remember but the truck that my dad used to drive he would have one of his hats on the dashboard super mexican and i love it so i was able to connect with my dad and it was just such a I feel like I kind of cheated and got something that a lot of people don't get, which is closure, in a way. Like that one final talk, that one final, you know? And so moving on later on, he says there's another gentleman trying to come in. He's younger. He feels more of like an uncle slash brother energy, which is exactly what Carlos was. And the way he started describing him, it was just funny because he was like, he's showing me something to do with hair and like, you know, he's also cutting or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, he was a barber. And um, then he was like, you know, he's saying something about like a lowrider or something he like, you know, I'm like, yeah, his lowrider bikes. And pretty much Carlos was saying like to take care of his bikes. And it was just very emotional and very like, oh my God, like, how did he know that? Oh my God, this is real like kind of moment you know but if like anyone is ever curious about talking to a psychic medium i do recommend it it's probably not meant for everyone but i i do recommend it because for me i kind of got some closure and knowing that they are together and that they're at peace brought me so much peace so yeah, that's that's my experience with the psychic medium. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did you make an appointment with him or were you just like a walk-in type thing? No, I made an appointment. So if you guys haven't heard of AJ Barrera, definitely look him up. He was also on an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved with Ryan and Shane. So I went to his website and I had to book my appointment. And I think I did it like a year prior. That's how booked he was. But yeah, that's how I did it. So if you if you're trying to book an appointment with him, don't expect it anytime soon. It probably it'll probably probably be a year from today. I couldn't remember if it was like if you had said like it was a planned thing or if it was just like something that happened that you saw and you're like, oh, I should I should do this. But do you feel like when they explain little details like that, that they couldn't possibly know that that's what makes them more reliable? Um, yeah. So my Instagram at the time was public. So, of course, the whole time was like, okay, well, he could have gotten that from my Instagram or he could have, you know, but then there's stuff Mm -hmm. where he he mentioned you know your dad is is showing me something with like the 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 e sound but it's an i but it's an e and i was like because he was trying to tell me a name he said a name so he was like you know your dad is is trying to give me a name um with the e sound but he's like showing me an i and i was like yeah so he's talking about my mom my mom's name is imelda so my mom's name is nowhere on my instagram 
like nowhere you know my mom doesn't yeah, have social I, media or anything so i can attest to that because i've known you for how long and i just learned what your mom's name was wow hey i know your brothers i know your dad i never knew your mom's name you know what I'm she's very private she's very private and it's like you only call her mom you know obviously because it's your mom and <laughs> mrs mata that's exactly what i would call her like i would never <laughs> i would never call her by her name because i feel like she would whoop my ass yeah right doesn't it feel scary yeah I will never call, like, your mom by her first name. Like, no. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's weird. So it just never, like, it's one of those where, like, obviously I know she has a name, but I would never call it. I would always say Mrs. Mata or Veronica's mom or, you know, uh, I don't know. Anyways, keep going. I do that with my therapist, actually. Like, I can't call her by her first name, even though she's told me, like, multiple times. Like, you could just call me by my first name. And I'm like, okay, Miss so-and-so like you know <laughs> it's like so weird like no it's like calling your teacher by their first name yeah i've never done that either oh yeah and then i i so i ran into one of my teachers at work once and they had asked me to if i wanted to make extra money so i pretty much went to this church and while they were doing the service i was pretty much just like taking care of the kids i'm so glad and... you clarified that because that started to sound really bad how one of your teachers asked you if you wanted to make some extra money. <laughs> okay, the teacher's female, if that makes it better. It doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, I was taking care of some kids. And so we were exchange- like talking, we were just texting. And then I was like, okay, Mrs. So-and-so. And then they're like, you know, you could call me, you know, by my first name now. I'm just like, nothing. No. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, I don't think if I saw any of my teachers right now, I, w- I don't think I would ever call them by their first name. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. Anyways, but, back um, to topic. Yeah, back to topic. Where the fuck was I? I think I, you were talking, I, I, think I answered We were talking your about question, your mom's though. name. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, little details. <laughs> so, yeah, my so the fact that my mom's name got brought up like that, I was like, okay, that one's crazy. That one made me go, whoa, <laughs> you know? And it's crazy because I didn't go into it as, like, a non-believer, you know, I went into it with hope and knowing that I was going to come out with some answers. And yet yeah. here I was still like, oh, how did you know that? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then I think he also described my brother's ex-girlfriend, his, her name. And I was like, that that one made me trip out, too, because I don't think I have her name anywhere on my Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. To answer your question, it, yeah, it helped me be more, okay, this is legit, hearing those little details. Yeah. That's my experience with a psychic medium. Just thought I should share with y'all. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That was... You told me that you've been before, but we never, like, went into detail about it. Yeah, I actually have the... It, recording? So this, yeah, the recording of the Zoom meeting saved on my phone. It's not something I'll ever share publicly, but I will definitely be more than happy to share it with you if you want to see it. It's just too personal to share yeah. or even like put it on youtube like i know a lot of people do that but i can't no sharing that is sometimes it's just too personal i, I get yeah. that but um moving on do you want to get into what deity work is yeah so deity work basically can be 
summed up to being working with gods or goddesses, either for like short amounts of time or long-term relationships, depending on what you need or want. I personally am looking for a long-term relationship with a deity. I actually, funny enough, I discovered what deity work was through TikTok and it just like kept popping up on my FYP page. And I take signs like that seriously because like I don't follow a lot of witchy or like you know spooky stuff on my tiktok it's mainly it's mainly like instagram and stuff so anyway so like it kept popping up and i was like okay well like I'll, i'm kind of curious to see like what it is so i started looking into it the more i looked into it you know how those apps they have like you they can tell what your search history is or like listen yeah. to you when you talk okay so i i feel like it was like understanding that i was looking into it and then all of a sudden it stopped going from like general work with the deity and like going more specific into which deities to work with so I have like a list of I think nine or ten deities that I want to work with eventually just because of like what they represent and what they can help with in terms of like spiritual growth and, and development and all that and so I, I looked into them and their history for a couple of weeks and finally decided to start working with Medusa. Is there a specific reason why you chose Medusa um, that you're willing to share with? Us. She's very misunderstood. I don't know if you actually know. Do you know the history of how Medusa became a Gorgon? Yeah. You do? Okay. Most, most people don't. And so she's like very misunderstood, but I I feel like she's one of the more powerful of the fem some of the female deities that are out there. Not like She's not the most. Um, I believe it. Yeah, she's like one of them. But like, like me personally, I think Lilith and the Morgan are two of like the strongest female deities. And I don't think I'm ready to work with them. And I feel like Medusa is better for me because of like the whole like being misunderstood and being blamed for something that wasn't your fault like not necessarily like the same thing like let, let me clear that up but like just like being like that whole like being blamed for something that wasn't your fault and being misunderstood and um i've always like right before i started working with like started looking into deity work my favorite color used to always be blue for gosh like over a decade like over half my life and about two years ago so it, it changed to green and I feel like that was a sign that I initially missed and then when I like st it started being brought to my attention about deity work I feel like that was one of the signs that Medusa was reaching out to me are you and giving I'm always... me a sign right now what do you mean do you remember what my favorite color was it used to be pink right and two three years ago it changed to orange. Uh-huh. Am I missing a sign, Chelsea? I don't know. You 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 could be. I mean, you could always look to see what orange is affiliated with. Like not maybe not necessarily deities, because you said you had no interest in like working no. with a deity. But like maybe it's something else. Or maybe, you know, your color just changed. I, I thought that's <laughs> it what I'm Yeah, I like I thought that's what mine was. It's okay. <laughs> Like, I thought that's what mine was. I thought it just changed because I was, like, growing. And But um, I've always had a relationship with snakes. Um, I used to own one before it uh, escaped. And so there's just, like, what? Just some, the idea of a snake escaping from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And in, in my defense, I didn't have the right type of cage. Like, my mom and I didn't know that 
porn snakes were escape artists mm-hmm. and i shit you not dude the hole that this fucking snake escaped from i mean it feels like it was physically impossible but i guess snakes can like stretch themselves super thin and i was just like my mom and i for months were just like flabbergasted at how this snake escaped through this tiny ass hole i wonder how that snake is doing um i'm not sure i'm sure the uh the new renters of the place if they ever found it, probably freak the <laughs> fuck out. Anyways, going back on subject. <laughs> so yeah, so like it was just like little things that oh like that popped out at me, and I I felt like it was time. So I set up a an altar with some offerings because Medusa is associated with like the ocean, not just snakes. And so I have like a bunch of different things. And then you know that I've been going through a hard time and so does Stephanie. And she actually bought me a Medusa circuit. Uh, So I'm super excited for that. It had some ritual bath salts. It had some like essential oils for your rituals. It had some stones And it also came with a snake pendant with a little green gemstone and a photo of Medusa on like uh, papyrus paper. And so it's really, really nice feeling and looking like the drawing is just super beautiful. And so, yeah, so I have been getting ready to start with that because after months now of research and stuff, it's starting to feel right to get started. I feel more comfortable with it. I even have a pendulum because Medusa is more communicative through pendulums. So I have a pendulum that I am specifically using for her and I want to get, the last thing that I'm waiting for is to get a, a pendulum board that's specific to Medusa that I would use just for deity work with her. So, but yeah, well, so it's, it's an ongoing journey and um, I'm excited to learn how to do deity work. Uh, make sure you continue to take us along with you on this journey. Keep us posted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. when I do my first, when I do my first like session, I'll let you know how that goes. Perfect. Now, on to the next part of our episode, the tarot readings. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Do I have any tissues? I'll just take my shirt off. All right. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) How did we go from do I have tissue to I'll just take my shirt off? (laughs) (laughs) You want to explain what the tarot readings are going to be doing? Yes, yeah, so we're actually gonna do a few tarot card readings here, ghosties. We're gonna have we're gonna have some fun while we get called out. So the first reading we're gonna do is called the deity work reading that we're gonna do for Chelsea. I'll go ahead and explain that right before I start doing it. The second reading is gonna be a Capricorn for moi. So not excited for that. <laughs> um Third reading is going to be a Leo reading for Chelsea. I am definitely excited for that. Oh, gee, thanks. Our fourth reading, yes, fourth, is a sun, moon, and star reading for me. And apparently, according to Chelsea, it should be interesting because these cards fell out of the deck at the same time when she was suffling, shuffling for her (laughs) reading. Yeah, Uh, that was, like, really freaky, but also very exciting. And our last tarot card reading is going to be... It's going to be kind of fun. Oh, a surprise. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It's a surprise. So stay tuned (laughs) till the end for the surprise fifth reading. I promise you you're going to want to witness that one. Stay tuned, yeah. Stay tuned. 
All right. So first reading, dating for Chelsea. So as just discussed how she's getting into deity work, and we wanted to ask the cards how they feel about choosing Medusa to get started. Is she making the right choice? Or is there a possibility that she chose wrong? And should she consider another path? So the spread chosen was working with deity, and it is a five-card reading. So the first card is going to represent why she is drawn to work with a deity. Card number two represents which deity would be best for her right now. Card number three, what can she do to honor their energy? Card number four represents how she can demonstrate respect. That's a big deal. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, card number five will represent how she will know when she is in contact with them. So... Card number one was Five of Swords reversed. Again, this card is uh, why she is drawn to work with a deity. Conflict has got you all tangled up in tension, causing unnecessary stress and anxiety. Be ready to forgive and forget so that you can leave the drama behind once and for all. If this is proving to be a burden, remember to take care of yourself first. It's okay to be selfish at times. Protect your magic so that you have more to give. Being full of yourself simply means owning your gifts. There is a need to prove yourself and that you are right. Don't waste your energy trying to make people validate your opinions. All you need is a stamp of approval from yourself. Patterns of conflict may be following you, signifying unresolved issues from the past. Heal those core wounds by diving deep into your subconscious only then will you be able to fully move forward. All right, so getting called out on card one. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I was like, ooh, she's getting called out. Fuck yeah, I did. But that's why I was drawn to work with the deity. So, like, the deity is going to help me get better nah, with that. Dude, so I, I feel better. Said, card number one said, you got issues. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, I, that's why I'm drawn to work with the deity, is to fix those fucking issues. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Card number two represents which deity would be best for her right now. The card is nine of cups your wish is my command the nine of cups is referred to as the wish card in the tarot deck and is a surefire sign and that your wishes will be granted soon graced with abundance you are personally feeling yourself as you've reached a sense of completion with a major goal or project there's a balance between all areas of your life health wealth love relationships as your ideal lifestyle blossoms into fruition, your heart's desires have been attended to, reaching deep emotional satisfaction and fulfillment. Count your blessings and all the good things that life has to offer by living to the fullest. Gratitude is the attitude, my friend. Indulge in life's sweet fruits and treat yourself. It's important to enjoy the journey, making the destination so much sweeter. Hmm. I got a yes and no vibe with that answer this i think this like, one's something only you can understand well because there was a reference that you used in there that makes me think that because like a lot of it agreed and i feel like i did choose right with medusa but there was a reference in there that made me think of another dg like as soon as you said it it instantly came to my head mm -hmm. and so i'm wondering if i should work with them first or maybe that's next or maybe i need to coincide so that's interesting mm. i feel like when you said that's next that fits that because fits. Mm -hmm. 
because you were called out with card one and that's what you're going to be working on i feel like nine of cups is really saying like once you're in that balanced state you know in, in your relationships and your love life your career that's when you can move on to a new deity does that make sense yeah and i feel like i know which deity is next perfect so card number three is again what can she do to honor their energy and the card was the lovers reversed there is a theme of misalignment in your life whether it is with a lover or within your own core values if it is with a lover you may be realizing that there are fundamental differences between the two of you that cannot be reconciled to put it bluntly, the honeymoon phase is over. It is your choice to decide if you are willing to set aside your differences and remember what brought you together in the first place. If the imbalance resides with your values, it may be that you are making impulsive decisions and are blinded by your desires. In both cases, it would be wise to clarify what it is that you need out of your relationships, both with your partner and with yourself. Communication and introspection are key. So start making amends or let it go. I have... I... <laughs> oh, love it. I love why did it we, why did we? Why did we do this? Because we wanted to get called out. And I'm that, scared for my reading that called, now. That called, me, that called me out so hard, though. It's not even funny. No, ghosties, I I am witness to to this. I know you guys don't know what's going on behind the scenes because it's it's personal. It's personal. I know a bit of what's going on in Chelsea's life. And let me tell you, when she the fact that no, she's getting called out right now. <laughs> called the fuck out. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. You is there something you want to say to that? No, because I'm trying not to cry right now. <laughs> oh no! Okay, where where the? Just take off the shirt. All right, card number four <laughs> represents how she can demonstrate respect. The card that we got was six of swords reversed. Self sabotage is controlling your actions without you even realizing it. I repeat. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> by repeating these behaviors it keeps you stuck in the same place rather than moving forward no matter how hard you try the past keeps catching up with you and it's self-defeating i feel like ghosties are gonna figure out what's going on man to say the least <laughs> carrying emotional baggage leaves you heavy with memories you cannot change lingering on to the present and influencing the actions you take in the future fear of the unknown keeps you safe even though it is a stagnant. The Six of Swords reversed is a gentle reminder that change is good and encourages you to be brave during this transition. It will open doors you didn't know existed, but you have to trust the process. Open yourself up and allow yourself to transition to a new place. I thought this card was going to represent how to respect the deity. And nah, I feel it's like how to respect me you, bitch. Yourself. It's how to respect you. <laughs> And I had a feeling too. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I'm like, it's gonna, it's gonna be about her. So I should have. <laughs> yeah, you should have given me a heads up. <laughs> nah, bitch. Pew pew. <laughs> All right. Do you What's need a breather, Chelsea? Okay. Card number. No, five. I just want to get this over with. <laughs> Card number five 
represents how she will know when she is in contact with them. The card that I got was Nine of Wands reversed. Drudgery from the past may leave you feeling paranoid that people are out to get you. This leaves you unwilling to make a long-term commitment with fears of being trapped by responsibility. You have gotten this far on your own, but you are lacking the skills that will take you to the next level. Look for someone who has skills that will complement yours, whether it be oh. financial planner or a creative designer. Survival mode has you in a state where you think that you are under attack when nothing dangerous is actually happening. These fears could also be protecting you from moving forward, preferring that you stay in your comfort zone. Make peace with your fears so that you can move forward toward your big dreams. Okay. I, yeah, I got my answer. You got your answer? I got my answer. How are you feeling? <laughs> I feel so fucking called out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my turn, my turn. Okay, so the next reading that we're doing is a Capricorn reading for Veronica, and it's a six-card spread. So card one represents her now. Card two represents why she's afraid to ask others for help. Card three is whoa, how she can- Whoa, what? whoa, whoa. What? The question itself <laughs> is calling me out already. <laughs> What the, okay, continue. Now you're now you know you're gonna know how I felt. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my hands are a little sweaty. Okay. <laughs> Card three is how she can begin to open up to others. Card four is how she can be more mindful and relaxed. <laughs> Card five. <laughs> Card five represents something she should be proud of. And card six represents something new she should try. Oh, man. The questions alone. Uh, I know. Okay, so card number one represents her now. And the card that was picked was the eight of swords. Right now, you're feeling trapped or restricted by your thoughts or current situation. And you feel <laughs> as if you have no choice. You feel helpless and powerless. <laughs> Um, but that's not the case if you consider the big picture. The negative thoughts you feel are restricting you from finding the correct solution. And when you decide to change your thought process, you will be able to change your life. Do you feel called out already? <laughs> Next card, bro. Next card. <laughs> so, Veronica, why are you afraid to ask for help? <laughs> According to the card, the Seven of Wands, you are afraid to ask for help because you have worked hard for where you are, but you're being challenged. You feel under attack, you feel blamed and harassed, and you're fighting your corner and standing up for your own beliefs by yourself. That's how you feel. Like, you you feel like you're doing that by yourself. You're being de defensive and assertive, but you are determined. Your life is busy, but you have the stamina to endure it and get through it. I hope so. I really do. I hope so. You got this, and I'm here if you need me. I love you. I love you too. Alright, enough of that mushy bullshit. Card number three <laughs> is how you can begin to open up to others. Okay, so how can you open up to others? This comes through the card, the Ace of Swords. A new opportunity or idea is coming your way. You have a creative spark and ambition that you need to begin this new passion or pursue a new career. And you're enthusiastic for the new beginnings. Yeah, um, I do have an opportunity career-wise that I'm working on. 
but I also have been wanting to go back to school to study a certain something that I, I don't know, for some reason I'm embarrassed to share, so I'm not going to share. So card number four is how can you be more mindful and relaxed? And this message comes through the Seven of Swords reversed. So truths are coming to light, and there are some things that are becoming clear about dishonesty, manipulation, and confessing is the best option right now. So look for those who care about you and the development of your own life. You need to stop playing games and admit the truth, either any wrongdoings that you did or somebody else did to you, to be able to make process and be more mindful and relaxed. Okay. So card number five is something that you should be proud of. And this message comes through the magician. You have the talents, capabilities, and resources to succeed. You're creating and manifesting and bringing your ideas to reality. Tap into your full potential and do what you need to do. Yeah, proud of it. I'm proud that mm -hmm. I'm passionate. I'm proud that I'm determined. But I have those negative thoughts that card number one was talking about that really, mm -hmm. you know, be punching me in the face left and right. So, so card it. number six is something new that you should try. And this message comes through the four of swords reversed. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I just glanced at it and I feel like you're going to be called out hardcore. Yeah, so. Okay. You are relentlessly chasing a goal, and you've recently given yourself some time off, but now it's time to come out of your own isolation and rejoin this period that's allowing you to recover and find mental strength. You're probably suffering from extreme levels of stress, restlessness, and anxiety that have reached such levels that mental or physical collapse can follow if you're not careful. Now is the time to recharge and take care of yourself, meditate, and then go for what you want. I see you. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It started off with a huge bang. Kind of like mine. <laughs> yeah, but it was bearable for, for the rest of the reading. Oh, finally, we're going back to you. <laughs> Our cards really said, hey, bitch, listen up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so third reading is a Leo reading for Chelsea. Ghosties, how are you holding up? Are you guys okay? Drink some I'm water. Not. Have a sip of beer. I don't know what you guys are drinking. Coffee. Z, if you're listening to this, keep your eyes on the road. She's probably listening to this while going to work or coming home from work. Um, okay, so like the reading we just did for me, the Leo reading will also consist of a six-card spread. Card number one describes her currently. Card number two, how can she improve her communication skills? Card number three, why is she afraid to show others her true self? Card number four, how can she begin to accept her flaws and imperfections? Card number five, something about her that she doesn't fully recognize. Card number six, a way she can practice self-love and treat herself. All right. Now I, now I know how you felt by feeling called out by just the questions. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The questions, the questions scared me more than the answers did, honestly. Like, I don't know. I understand why. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it. You know, it's like specific to you. Yeah, without even trying. <clears throat> Card number one describes her currently. Card number one was judgment. Prioritize reflection and self evaluation as you need time to regenerate. You've reached a checkpoint where you are ready to assess your life and release old wounds. Wow, what's the past doing to you? 
quiet <laughs> contemplation can lead to an awakening that you are ready to change aspects of your life for the better. You'll be able to recognize patterns in the past that may have served you then, but no longer serve you now. Authenticity has become important to you, and you want to live your life aligned with your inner spirit and your truest self. You've learned from the past, and you are ready to carry those lessons into the future with experience and wisdom. Trust your judgment. You'll make your decisions based on a perfect blend of intuition and intellect, enhanced by your library of lessons learned from past experiences. You okay? Can you breathe? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Card number two. How can she improve her communication skills? I personally think she should just stop yelling at people when they're, like, right there or in your ear, you know? Listen, Veronica, <laughs> I don't yell at you. You literally I, yelled at me before we started recording. I did not yell at you. When I told you that you had a yelling problem. I did not. You did, too. I did not. Chelsea City. <laughs> Please. Card number two, how can she improve her communication skills, was justice reverse. Situations, people, or events in your life may feel unfair and you are seeking to blame anyone who could be held accountable. Injustice is playing her hand and instead of looking for a scapegoat, take responsibility for the role that you are playing. Karma's a bitch, and your past actions are now catching up with you. Take inventory of your life with complete honesty and see what can be restructured with the utmost integrity. The situation at hand is very black and white, right or wrong, with no shades of gray or room for opinions. Weigh all perspectives objectively and ask yourself, what is the root cause? Be honest with yourself. If you feel like you have truly done your best, to write the situation, then take the lesson and file it under lessons learned. <laughs> okay, All right. Card number three. Why is she afraid to show others her true self? Well, you got five of cups reverse. Anything you want to share with the class, Chelsea? Mm-mm. Okay. Facing disappointment is not easy. So be proud of yourself. You've done a lot of inner work and are now ready to release and move on. Recovery from regret and acceptance of your past leads you closer to personal freedom. One step at a time, you are letting yourself be vulnerable. Even though it was painful in the past, you acknowledge that life will be full of its moments, pain included. Knowing what you don't want is the best way to figure out what you do want. If you're having trouble letting go, now is a good time to face your shadow self head on and bring light to your darkness. Bring your feelings to the surface so that you can get some closure and move on. Change, although uncomfortable, is sometimes needed to elevate your life. I know what the card is telling me. Let's let's go on to the next one. Alright, so card number four. She's sounding serious, guys. She's sounding serious. Alright, card number four. How can she begin to accept her flaws and imperfections? And the card that I got was four of wands. Centered and stable, you have chin from the ground up and are starting to see your ideas come to fruition. Building stability allows freedom so you don't have to sweat the small stuff. Enjoy your time with those most near and dear to your heart and share the success and good vibes. Your homebody status of late is allowing you to appreciate your home and how you spend your downtime. Grounded in mind, body, and soul, you are feeling safe and secure inside of yourself and finding a sense of home from within. Your strong sense of self enables you to have peace and acceptance for exactly who you are. Celebrate your wins, no matter how large or small they are. Embrace any mistakes you have made. They are what make you human. Wow, wait. 
<laughs> Whoa, I just tripped out on them. Sorry. Whoa. You tripped out? Bro, I just fucking tripped out. <laughs> Card number five. Something about her that she doesn't fully recognize. Oof. I feel like this is going to be fun, dude. I feel like it's going to be fun. So the card that I got was Five of Swords reversed. Conflict has got you all tangled up in tension, causing unnecessary stress and anxiety. Be ready to forgive and forget so that you can leave the drama behind once and for all. If this is proving to be a burden, remember to take care of yourself first. It's okay to be selfish at times. Protect your magic so you have more to give you got this card in the last reading being full of yourself simply means owning your gifts this is a need to prove yourself and that you are right don't waste your energy trying to make people validate your opinions all you need is a stamp of approval from yourself patterns of conflict may be following you signifying unresolved issues from the past heal those core wounds by diving deep into your subconscious only then will you be able to fully move forward all right, so the last card, card number six, is a way she can practice self-love and treat herself. And the card that you got was Princess of Swords reversed. Challenging authority with a know-it-all attitude can get old pretty quick. You're bored and in need of mental stimulation to keep up with your rapid-fire thoughts. All talk and no action leads to a distrust between you and your peers. Making promises you cannot keep does not bode well for your reputation, nor aligns with your intentions. Communication is a two-way street. Become aware of how you speak to others, as it may rub them the wrong way, and you can come off as annoyed instead of intelligent. Excitement spurs you. However, your energy is scattered when you try to do it all at once. Fear of people judging you can stop you from spreading your thoughts and ideas. Don't let the haters get you down. The world wants to hear what you have to say. So the fourth reading that we are going to be doing is a sun, moon, and star reading for Veronica. Now, as Veronica said earlier, this one is going to be interesting because these three cards, it's a three-card reading, literally fell out of the deck at the time that I was shuffling. And it kind of fell into like a, a one, two, three pile. So it should be interesting. Are you excited? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, card number one represents the sun, and it's how you are seen by others or project onto the world. Card number two represents the moon, and it's a shadow aspect your subconscious is looking to assimilate. And the last card is the star, and it's your unique and possibly untapped gift. What does assimilate mean? Um, it means, like, to understand fully. Okay. Okay, so card number one, you got the King of Wands, and this card represents how you are seen by others or how you project yourself onto the world. And you are energetic, action-oriented, optimistic, and strong. You're also good with words and friendly. I feel like that's kind of a lie. Um, you're supportive. <laughs> you're supportive of others while independent and needing your own freedom. You're a natural born leader and extremely capable. That sounds more like you. <laughs> I think I'm nice, but you know. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. So card number two is the moon, and it's a shadow aspect that your subconscious is looking to assimilate, which means to understand fully. The card that fell out was the hangman, and you are breaking old patterns, letting go, and releasing old mental patterns that no longer serve you. You are getting ready to discover and embrace new opportunities coming your way. Okay, okay. 
I feel like that one kind of, it didn't really call you out, but it really wanted to get your attention and like getting you to understand, which is what that card was meant to do. Yeah, no, I, I understand. It was one of those, like, it called you out, but it didn't at the same time. In a, in a subtle way. It's Yeah, it's kind of like waving to get your attention. It's not just like, hey, bitch, you fucked up. <laughs> so card number three is the star, and it's your unique and possibly untapped gift. And the card that fell was the emperor reversed. Assessing your relationships with power, control, authority, and discipline is the best way to see too much or too little of these elements in your life. Are they working for you or against you? Knowing this is going to help you reach your full potential. Got it. Okay. I didn't know what I was getting myself into with that, but it was a very subtle call out for me. So mm -hmm. thank you. So ghosties. We are on our last tarot reading. This is the surprise reading that Veronica and I were really excited about doing. And we are going to create a fairy tale with you. So this tarot spread is a fairy tale plot spread. So basically we're going to be developing a short fairy tale and we're going to develop this story fully for all of you to listen to on episode 40, which is going to be the last episode of season one. <laughs> don't worry ghosties it's episode 40 and we're only on 24 we are a little more than halfway there but we still got a couple weeks to go so we're Chelsea, all good what do you think there's gonna be a season two i hope so we've already put a lot of thought into it you're supposed to be like i don't know and then we announce it later on oh, this guy oh, oh you're fine. Well, okay you can do this by yourself huh <laughs> you said I was fired as I said you could do it by yourself you're annoying dude <laughs> so anyway so card number one is a card that represents our main character card number two describes the scenery card number three represents the villain mm. card four is our hero's obstacle otherwise known as the villain's plan card number five is how they solve this issue and card number six is how does the story end I'm excited. So, I am too. So, card number one is a card that represents our main character. And the card that was selected was the Seven of Wands. So, our character has worked hard for where they are, but they're being challenged by their opponents. They're under attack, blamed, harassed, and are fighting for themselves and standing up for their beliefs. They're defensive, and they have the stamina to endure it. Which I think is a card that you just chose. So, maybe we'll pick a character based on you. Based on me? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so always with this be card, character, okay? So with this card, I'm seeing a lot of constellations, and I'm getting a lot of night vibes. So I feel like our main character is gonna be a night person. What kind of vibes do you get? Do you want to look at your cards and see? I'm looking at imagery too. Like, um, wow. Okay, so my seven of wands card is a female. With orange and pink hair, and now this is just like a cartoon filled-in type character. There's no actual face on it, but it's a female with red, pink hair. It looks like it's like sunset behind her with uh, orange, red, and purple. There's like a circle. I'll I'll send you a picture, and I, I if you want me to post, I'll post it. Yeah, she's standing very w fiercely. She's holding like what would be her like defense weapon. It's like a huge rod in a way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's she's ready. She's like she's ready. But it's it's crazy because the background it looks like a sunset. It just yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. You said it's a night person, so yeah. 
So card number two represents the scenery of our fairy tale. And I'm a little bit nervous for this one because the card that was picked was the hangman. Hmm. So, I mean, there's really not much that I can say for the scenery. I mean, I have a tree because the man is being hung by his leg. But I do get a lot of greenery and... From, like, what the card means, there's, like, new discovery and opportunities, so maybe they go to a new land. Maybe that's what our scenery is. What what do you see? In, like, do you have a scenery picture? So what's on my card is... So you said it's reversed, which is interesting, because no, my card... Oh, it's not? No. So on my card, it shows a woman who is doing, like, acrobatics... Or is that how you say it? Yeah. You know, like with the, with the, not rope, but yeah, where they hang I, upside down and they do all that. What Pink did at the Grammys or whatever. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But she's in a state of peace and she's just very, she seems very comfortable and in peace. So I don't know. I feel like the scenery has to be somewhat peaceful. I definitely feel like our main character is a female. Yeah. Because my cards do have both male and female references representation on the card so i think our hero is female maybe she is seeking that comfort or that peace or she comes from it and she wants it for everyone else who knows who knows but that's what i'm getting from that card and what it you know the image is okay so card number three represents the villain and the card that was picked was the world reverse now this card means that the villain needs to examine their approach and embrace where they are and learn to grow from it because they are not taking all the steps that they need to get there. So our villain is definitely not very, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess organized. Mm. And visually, I my card shows a bunch of snakes that are entwined. Huh. And I have a woman on mine. I don't know what yours has. She's wrapped around her. And it almost looks like her hair is on fire. So I definitely get like a fiery redhead type vibe with snakes. Okay, so on my card, eh, my card just looks like an atom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's I don't think it's going to be significant in any way. Well, maybe it'll help us develop the character. Yeah, well, all I get, like the only thing coming to mind is like DNA or, you know, because it's... It's very so biology-ish. Maybe this female character is using snake DNA to create something. Wait, so then would our main character be a redhead too? Because on my card, on both cards, it shows like red hair. Is it red hair? I thought yours was pink. Red. It, it's red with pink, like orange and pink. We'll, we'll, look, we'll look at it. We're not developing it now. We're just getting yeah. a basic idea. I need details now. I know, dude. I, I feel the same way. I'm trying to stop myself from just creating this story as we go. Yo, I'm really excited for the next card. Go, 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 go. Okay. So, card number four is, what is your hero's obstacle? In other words, what is the villain's plan? And the card that was chosen was the Ace of Pentacles. And it's telling that it's time for the characters to manifest their goals with new beginnings in career or business, investment, savings, stuff like that. I have a dream catcher on mine. Okay. On mine. So, okay, this is very the villain's plan, maybe, because it shows an arm with black fingernails holding a ball of energy is what I'm kind of getting from this. 
Okay, so I'm definitely getting like sciencey vibes. Yeah. Maybe our villain is a mad scientist. Mad scientist. And you know what's funny that you it now that we say that I can see a potion bottle on my card with herbs and it looks like snakeskin. Not gonna lie. Yeah. All right. So card number five is how do they solve the problem? And the card that was chosen was the Knight of Pentacles. Getting a lot of pentacle vibes. I feel like that mm-hmm. should be brought up a little bit. Yeah, because that's the only one that has like more than one card. So the Knight of Pentacles represents a hardworking and responsible routine that accomplishes a task with focus and drive that progresses that path. So our main character is definitely hardworking. Um, I have, I mean, obviously it's the Knight of Pentacles, so I have a knight on mine that's sitting on a horse. It's a very beautiful horse. And I feel like that's probably going to be like the knight in shining armor because it is a fairy tale that's going to come in and save our main character. I just have a male standing with something round in his hand, but it's between his hand and... yeah, he's a knight. It's a shield. And lying in a... it's small. It's not a shield. It mine's mine's very um, it's it's not a it's not a knight. Like he's just a dude in like, you'll see the picture. But he, okay. the the round thing he's holding is between his hand and his hip, and he looks like he just accomplished something. Like it's in his hands now, rather than the hand with the black nails with that ball of energy. And it is a different color. The ball. So the ball with the Ace of Pentacles was yellow pink, and then the knight is holding a blue brown ball thing. Hmm. So maybe he is the one that like finds a cure or something. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So card number six is how does the story end? And the card that was chosen was the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups represents stability, femininity, love, and warmth surrounding the character. There is a mature female who is supportive and caring that helps them become intuitive, psychic, and a good listener. So I have a hand in mine with black nails. I I wonder how that if like our main character helps the villain then like save um, them from himself. Uh, or maybe the villain is the one that wins at the end. I don't know. Cause mine shows almost like an outline of a mermaid in a way. Dude, I have water in mine too. The background is stars. Yeah, no, yeah, she's a mermaid and then she's sitting and she's holding a glass, of course. Queen of Cups. No, so is mine. Yeah. Yeah, Queen of Cups. I mean, and... Cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so it's mine. Uh, I guess that would make sense, right? <laughs> uh, duh. But she looks very relaxed. She's chill. She ain't worrying about nothing. Mine looks regal and, like, also calm. But then there's that, there's that extra hand that's sticking out with the black nails. And the, I oh. guess it is the queen is, like, holding the chalice out to her. Yes. Okay, so the card for the villain's plan with the with the white, blue arm and black fingernails. Mm-hmm. This The girl, and by the way, it's just an arm. I don't see the person. The, I don't either. The lady in Queen of Cups has one blue arm and one very, very, very light red pink arm holding the cup. But the fact that the other arm is blue and the card holding the yellow pink ball in the villain's plan card is the same color. The arm, you know, I don't know. 
Maybe the villain hmm. got something out of it. Maybe. But I'm definitely getting a lot of night vibes, because you said you had stars in your background, right? Yeah. I have stars in mine. The queen is standing on water, and there's fire in the background that really connects with my card for the world on how the character was, like, wrapped in fire. I kind of have an idea. <laughs> That the Say villain, it now. <laughs> the villain wants to take over whatever land this hero, hero lives in. And maybe the hero tries to fight for it. Maybe she doesn't make it and the knight comes in to take over and succeeds. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he turned his back on the hero and helped the villain. And the villain got this land that is very beautiful at night. And I don't know. Now she's the ruler. Now she's the queen. Damn, so our villain is going to win in this story. That's exciting. Yeah, that that really... I'm super excited now. Oh, man. Well, did you have fun? I had a great time. I had so much fun. This episode is going to be so long, and it's going to make up for the fact that our episode from last week was only like half an hour so hopefully the ghosties are happy with that ghosties if you have any input when you see the photos on our instagram of the fairy tale reading let us know and you know something that you say might make something click in our heads and might get added to the story and i feel like this is going to be a very collaborative story and i'm really excited to work on it yeah it's going to be very exciting all right, Ghosties, thank you so much for joining us this week. Make sure to give us a follow on our social media where we will be answering questions and posting just some random ass shit. And if you want a free tarot card reading from us, feel free to DM us, comment on our posts, whatever you feel more comfortable with. We will choose one person a week. And Ghosties, as you can see, there are so many different types of readings that can be done and... If you feel like you want to look it up and find something, we are always open to trying new ones. Every single tarot reading that was done in this podcast was new for us, so we are not against trying something that we're not familiar with. If anything, we're excited. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, that being said, I'm Veronica. And I'm Chelsea. Have a spooky weekend. Bye! Bye!